0: This is Mount Pleasant Baptist Church, Atlanta, Georgia, a congregation full of life and love with a legacy of outreach ministries. Everybody's invited to church in person Sunday at 10 a.m. and online at mountpleasantatl.org. And now the Mount Pleasant Baptist Church, Atlanta.
1: Let us put our hands together for Jesus and give God the praise. Come on, that's all right for me, but let us put our hands together for Jesus and give God the praise. Come on, come on, let's give God a praise in this house. Come on, come on, give it to him, give it to him. If you're grateful to be alive, give God a mighty praise in this house. If you can't think of any other reason to lift him up, try lifting them up because the ground is not on top of us, but we are on top of this. Somebody give God a mighty praise in this house. mind? You, you may be seated in the presence of the Lord. To God be the glory for the things that he has done. We thank God for being on our side and he has proven it unto us by giving his only begotten son Jesus Christ, can you look at somebody and tell them it's so good to see you? Come on, look behind you. Smile at them. Come on, tell them it's so good to see you. You got three teeth. It's all right. Just go ahead on and smile at them. Amen. For a few minutes, we call your attention to Psalm 34. Let us look at verses 1 through 3. Psalm 34. Verses 1 through 3. When you find to say amen. If you need more time, say hold up. All right. Take your time and hurry up. Amen. Psalm 34 started with verse number one. I'll be there. It says, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make her boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me, and let us exalt his name together. Would you be so kind to look at a neighbor right in the eye? Come on, look at him right in the eye. I ain't gonna start till you look at them right in the eye. And if you cock-eye, do the best you can, but look at them in the eye. <laughs> and say, neighbor, Amen. with your help, the preacher gonna talk about somebody ought to help me praise them. Amen. Let's give God a hand claps for what he's about to say to us. Somebody ought to help me praise him. I wanted to talk to you these few minutes that we have to share together on this subject. Somebody ought to help me praise him. Because when I look around this room, I believe everybody got something to praise God for. Come on, am I in the right house? Come on, when you begin to think about that one thing that God did for you that no other person could have possibly done, I think everybody ought to have a praise down in your spirit. When when, when you begin to look back over your life and see where you used to be, come on, I can't hear too good, and see where you are right now, Somebody ought to have a reason to praise God. I'm looking for somebody who can testify. When I begin to think about all the times he's been providing for me, all the times he's been protecting me, all the times he's brought me over, all the times he's brought me around. Keep going, Quinn. All the times he's brought me through and he brought me out. Somebody ought to have a praise down in your spirit. Come on, somebody. Isn't it amazing how God will show up in our lives when we least expect it? Isn't it amazing that we serve a God who can do anything but fail? And I ask God on a daily basis God, would you please deliver me from quiet Christians? Come on, somebody. Deliver me from people who call themselves children of God, but so quick to roll their eyes at somebody who open up their mouth and give God praise. Now, sometimes I have to say, God, deliver me from quiet Christians who are so quick to remind us we don't act like that over here. Or it don't take all of that to praise the Lord. But listen, that may be it for you. But for those of us who know, it's our very praise that's keeping us alive. Come on, for those of us who know, if we couldn't praise God, we would have cracked up a long time ago. It's hard for us to come and sit in God's house and not give him no praise at all. I wish I had some help here. So let's go get this out the way before we get in the sermon. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor. I'm going to try my best to sit here and keep my mouth closed. But say, neighbor, I got to warn you. If I sit here, begin to think of the goodness of Jesus. And all he's done for me, how he's made a way when there wasn't no way, how he's kept my mind in perfect peace, how he's made my enemies leave me alone, how he's picked me up when my enemies knocked me down. Tell your neighbor, I'm a holler before I know it. I wonder if there anybody ever been to that point. When you begin to think about all the good things that God has done for you, I don't see how some of you can sit there and sit down on your praise. Come on, when you begin to think about your BC days, before Christ days, I don't see how you can sit there and not give God no praise at all. When you begin to think about when you've done some stuff you shouldn't have done, you've gone some places you shouldn't have gone, you've indulge in some stuff that wasn't pleasing in the eyesight of God. But thanks be unto God that God kept his hands on you. How dare you sit there and not give God no praise at all. Uh Uh-oh, I'm looking at some people like you've been god wingless angel. But let me come down your road. There was a time when you was winking and drinking and smoking and choking and fussing and cussing, laying and playing and whining and dining and creeping and slipping and tipping, but God kept his hands on you, how dare you sit there and not give God no praise at all? Why don't you look at your neighbor and tell him, somebody <laughs> ought to help me praise him. but I believe the people who are doing the criticizing are people who basically have a questionable point of reference when it comes down to God's delivering power. Because the truth is, if you never experience God moving in your own life, come on, if you never experience God wiping the tears from your eyes, if you never experience it, God making your enemies become your footstool, then I don't expect some of you to understand why many of us praise and worship our God the way we do. Come on, look at someone else and tell them, somebody ought to help me praise them. This this 34th Psalm was written by David. You remember David? Jesse's baby boy. David, the keeper of his father's sheep. David, the anointed king of Israel. But however, this David that we find in Psalm 34 is a different David. This David now is on the run because Saul is out to kill him. And when David got the news that Saul was out to kill him, David takes off running. He doesn't stop until he finds this cave. He goes in the cave and sits there fearing for the safety of his own life. But watch what he does. He sits in this cave and says, I will bless the Lord at all times. And his praise will always be in my mouth. Now, these are not the words to expect to hear from somebody who's on the run. Hiding in a cave, fearing for the safety of his own life. Had it would have been me in that cave, and I know somebody was trying to kill me, the last thing I'd be hollering out, I would bless the Lord. Come on, give me some real people in this house. Had it would have been me in that cave, I would have looked up and said, Lord, if I ever need you before... I got one witness over here. I need you right now. Had it would have been me in that cave, I would have looked up and said, God, if you don't hurry up and give me a breakthrough, I may mess around and break down. But instead of what David was going through, Saul is trying to kill him. He's in this cave fearing for the safety of his own life. He says, I will bless the Lord at all times. Praise will always be in my mouth. Three things David shares with us about God's praise. Number one, he said his praise is constantly. It's in verse one. I will bless the Lord at all times. And his praise will always, constantly, be in my mouth. Now, the question is, why is it we find it so easy to praise God in the midst of our good times. But we find it so difficult to praise him in the midst of our bad times. Come on, let's tell the truth. Anybody can praise God as long as the sun is shining. Anybody can worship God as long as the road is smooth. We really don't have a problem with praising God as long as the bills are paid. As long as every family member is up on their feet in good health, when we got friends all around with sympathetic understanding, anybody can praise God in times like that. But here's the question I got for everybody. Can you praise him when it gets dark in your life? (laughs) Can you praise him when it looks like your friends are turning into foes? I wish I had somebody can testify. Yes, I can praise him even when it looks like my possessions is about to be repossessed. I wonder, is there anybody in this house who can give God praise even when it looks like the pain is racking in your body? When the tears begin to wet up your pillow, I've come to tell you, yes, I can give God praise. I can praise him in the good times. I can praise him in the bad times I can praise him when I have it And when I don't have it Because he's worthy I'm looking for somebody who can open up your mouth And say God is worthy To be praised Look at somebody and tell him he's worthy To be praised. Oh, that's the wrong neighbor. Look at somebody else who looked like they came to have church today and tell them, neighbor, I ain't playing with you this time. Tell them, our God is worthy. To be praised. David says, there's always something to praise God for. Here it is. God has promised him a throne. Throne. But yet he's in the rocks, hiding and fearing for the safety of his own life. And still says there's always something to praise God for. David was able to pen these words, don't miss it, because he had an intelligent head and an inflamed heart. David sat down in that cave long enough and thought about all the trials of his life. And I wasn't there, but I can picture he took a spiritual scale and laid it before himself. And on one side of the scale, he began to place the trials of his life. But on the other side of the scale, he began to place the mercies of God. Help me, somebody. And when he looked at it, he realized his trials were like in comparison to the mercies of God. What are you saying, Quinn? Regardless of what's going on in your life right now, you still got more to be glad about than sad about. Come on, somebody. By the very fact you made your way out to Mount Pleasant, you let the devil know he tried his best to keep you at home, but some way and somehow you mustered up enough energy to get in the shower, put your clothes on, fight the bad weather to make it to Mount Pleasant, and now you are here to let everybody know I may be catching hell right now, but I still believe God is going to move in my life. The devil may be throwing everything at me including a kitchen sink but I still believe God is going to work it out in my favor and since you know that it should be no problem with none of us shouting today And I wonder if there's anybody here who can get happy right where you are because you know the best is yet to come. Come on, can you get happy right where you are because you know what's to come is going to be way better than what you're experiencing right now. Can you get happy right where you are because you know God is getting ready to turn your cave into a cathedral. If you know he's getting ready to do it, why don't you praise him right where you are. Praise him like the situation is already fix. Praise them like you already got the check in the mail. Praise them like you already got the promotion. Praise them like you already got the job. Praise them like you already got the house. Praise them like you already got the man. Don't you know you can praise God in such a way now until when you get back home, God will turn that thing all the way around in your favor. Why don't you air high fire somebody and tell them, I don't know about you, but you can sit there and throw a pity party all you want. But tell them, I got some things that I need God to do for me. So I'm going to open up my mouth and give him praise. I wonder, is there anybody here for the next seven seconds, open up your mouth and give God a loud praise in this house? Don't let the devil shut you up. For the next seven seconds, open up your mouth and give him praise. God said, I want to know how bad you want it. Open up your mouth and give him praise. Come on, come on. Let's make the devil mad. Open up your mouth and give him praise. Turn that volume up on your praise. Come on, give God a mighty praise in this house. Uh, 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 Hallelujah. Help yourself. Notice, notice his praise, Brother deacons, is not just in his heart. Help yourself, baby. But his praise is also in his mouth. Try it again. Maybe they'll get it this time. His praise is not just in his heart. But his praise is also in his mouth. Third time, they're going to get it, Quinn, I promise you. His praise is not just in his heart. But his praise is also in his Let's try it four times. His praise is not just in his heart. But his praise is also in his Now, y'all letting them drown y'all out over here. Let me come and get y'all over here. His praise is not just in his heart, but his praise is also in his I'm going to come back and get y'all in a minute, I promise. Let me try this. His praise is not just in his heart, but his praise is also in his Can I try y'all back here? His praise is not just in his heart, but his praise is also in his... Now let's try it to everybody. His praise is not only in his heart, but his praise is also in his mouth. I didn't forget y'all back on it. His praise is not only in his heart, but his praise is in his mouth. Your praise ought not to be silent. You diminish your joy whenever you come and sit in God's house with your praise on mute mode. I hear some of you wear Queen. You know when I praise them, I just like to praise them in my heart. I don't like to do all that other stuff that's so noisome to hear and chaotic to see. So when I sit here, I just praise him down in my heart. But listen, I ain't the smartest man in the world. But there's something I do know. That is every now and again, what's in your heart? Y'all got it on this side. ought to bubble over and come out your mouth. Because until it comes out of your mouth, the world will never know it. Now, let me see if y'all are going to shout on this one. I got a question for all of y'all. What's in your mouth? Can you look at somebody and say, neighbor, can I ask you a question? Ask them, what's in your mouth? What comes out of your mouth? When you discover the ones who you thought was pushing you up was really the ones who was pulling you down. What comes out of your mouth when you discover the ones who you helped the most end up being the ones who hurt you the most? I wish I was in the right house. What comes out of your mouth when you discover the ones who you thought was talking to you I like you, man. Was really the ones who was talking about you. What comes out of your mouth when you discover the ones who you thought was your ally end up being your adversary? Now this next question is for all the sisters in the house. What comes out of your mouth when you discover that you are the right package but delivered at the wrong address? I thought they would wake you up. <laughs> tell somebody you better fill your mouth with this praise. Come on, every sister, look at somebody, tell them you're looking at the right package. Come on, come on. You got to convince your own self now. Come on, look at somebody telling them you're looking at the right package. Matter of fact, just turn around for the record. Got to know that just, just one more time, turn around and tell them you're looking at the right package. Now this time, look at somebody telling me everybody can't go through what I went through and still look good as I Look. Try that one again, Queen. Everybody can't go through what I went through and still look good as I look. Everybody can't go through what you went through and still look as good as you look. Now look at somebody one more time, but this time put your hand on your hip and tell them, don't I look good, baby. Sister, stop waiting on somebody to tell you you're beautiful. Go find you a mirror and look yourself in the mirror and blow yourself a kiss and say, I am beautiful. So, I had to ask David last night. I said, David, man, how can a person like you, somebody's out to kill you? And you hiding in this cave and saying, I will bless the Lord at all times. He said, Quinn, what this verse ought to remind you is that God's grace will allow us to do the things that we can't do for ourselves. Is there anybody in this house who can testify David ain't the only somebody? that know something about God's grace. Come on, do I have any grace case in this house? Is there anybody can testify it was his grace that woke me up this morning. His grace that started me on my way. His grace that gave me the activity of my limbs. His grace allowed me to put one foot in front of the other. Is there anybody can testify I know about God's grace. His unmerited favor, his saving power is there anybody can give God praise because of his grace. grace will allow you to put a smile on your face when the world says you ought to be crying. His grace will put joy in your heart when the world says you ought to be sad and sorry. Somebody, somebody ought to know something about God's grace. But look, what he says not only is his praise constantly, but number two, his, say his praise is confessionally. Verse 2, he says, my soul shall make her boast in the Lord. Let's look at the man who was saying this now. He was a man who was a well-accomplished musician, a man who killed a bear and a lion when they came upon his father's sheep. The same man who took out a big giant by the name of Goliath. David, who was anointed king of Israel, but David says, out of all of the accolades, all of the accomplishments I have under my belt, he says, I still don't have anything to boast about. He says, but when I boast, my boast is going to be in the Lord and about the Lord there ought to be a word here for somebody who likes like to go around and brag and how we pull our own selves up by our own bootstraps. You got some people going around talk, talking about I'm a self-made man. Well, anything that is self-made is only half-made. Because there's a part of you that will never develop until it touched the lives of other people. So I said, regardless of what you think of yourself, regardless of how cute you think you are, you still don't have anything to boast about. But if you want to boast, you ought to try boasting if it had not been for the Lord on my side. My enemies would have swallowed me up. Your boast ought to be, and we know all things, work together for the good of them who love the Lord. Your boast ought to be no weapon Formed against me, I wish I had some help, will be able to prosper. Your boast ought to be when the enemy comes in, like a flood, the spirit of the Lord will lift up a standard against him. If you want to boast, your boast ought to be in the Lord. Watch David, because now he's moving from worshiping to witnessing. <laughs> he says, the humble shall hear thereof and be glad. Here's what David was saying. I'm going to praise God in such a way until other folks will want to have the same joy that I have. And Mount Pleasant, let me tell you something. Today, your praise ought to be contagious. You ought to praise God in such a way now until your neighbor will want to holler out what must I do? to be saved because the neighbor you sitting on the side right now you don't know what they got to go back home to you don't know what kind of troubles they're dealing with and just because they dressed up on the outside you don't know how messed up on the inside but they are but your praise can help your neighbor so you ought to praise them in such a way right now until your neighbor want to jump out of their seat run down the aisle give the preacher their hand and give their heart to God you ought to praise them in such a way right now until your neighbor want to know what kind of what do I have to do to get some of the same joy that you have. You ought to praise God in such a way right now until your neighbor said I'm tired of living the way I'm living. I want to change my life for the better. You know every time you say "Amen," you being a witness. Every time you lift your hands, you be being a witness. Maybe y'all can help me with this answer. I've been trying to figure this one out. I, I try to figure out, Dr. Benton, why is it that some of us love to leave home on a Sunday morning? All dressed up, looking good, feeling good, smelling good, just to come and sit in God's house on our hands. Even now, some of us come to church, we can't pray when the deacons are praying, can't rock when the choir's singing can't say amen when the preacher's preaching, knowing God has been good to you, went to work with your husband, went to work with your wife, went to school with your kids, watched over you all night long, didn't let the stroke kill you, didn't let the heart attack kill you, didn't let the cancer kill you, Showed didn't let corona kill you, and you mean to tell me, out of all God has been doing in your life, you mean to tell me you still ain't got nothing to praise God for? The devil is a liar, the truth ain't them. God has been good to all of us to sit down on our shouts. Look at somebody and tell them, why aren't you saying something? Even the Bible says, let the redeem of the Lord say so. If the Lord has saved your soul, you ought to say so. If the Lord has wiped your tears from your eyes, you ought to say so. Let the Redeem. Let the redeem of the Lord say so. I'm gonna give you this last example and I'm gone. Dr. Ben, I couldn't understand why is it that in every setting they got words that they use and don't mind using them. But for some strange reason, When we get to church, we don't use our words. In the basketball game, they got some words that they use. Shoot the ball, slam dunk. In the football game, they got some words that they use. They talk about touchdown, then they talk about fumbles. In the baseball games, they got some words that they use. Three strikes. I wish I had some help here. Even on the dance floor, they got some words that they use. Go ahead. Come on, y'all ain't been listening to James Cleveland all your life. Come on, you ain't been listening to Ricky Dillard all your life. But on the dance floor, somebody can remember they got some words that they use. Go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead. But I came by to tell somebody when we get to church, we got some church words we use. And if you don't know any of them, let me leave some with you. Hallelujah. It's a church word. Thank you, Jesus. It's a church word. Glory. Is a church word a way out of no way? Is a church word a doctor in a sick room? Is a church word a leaning post? Is a church word a way out of no way? Are oh, some church words? Anybody know the any church words? Come on, look behind you, tell somebody three church words. Come on, come on, look behind you, tell somebody three church words. Tap somebody in front of you, tell them three church words. Look on the side of you, tell somebody three church words. Come on, come on! Look at somebody. Tell them three church words. What's the highest praise? What's the highest praise? I left my hearing aid back at home. What's the highest praise? Not only is his praise constantly. Not only. Is his praise confessionally? But notice, thirdly, as I go to my seat, David said, His praise is collectively. Is in verse three, David said, Oh, magnify. The Lord uh, with me. Let us good God Almighty exalt his name together. David uh, have done some thinking between verse one and verse three. I heard him sing. I started out in verse one by saying uh, i will bless the lord at all times. his praise shall always be in my mouth but i heard david sing oh when i begin to think about that i'm not the only one that god has been good to he said uh, when i and think about how good he's been to me and how good he's been to other folks. He said, we all are to lift up his name together. And so in verse 3, he said, oh, man. The Lord with me, and let us exalt His name together. And you know, I wondered here today is there anybody other than me who knows that God has been good to you? When you come to church, you should not have to praise God all by yourself. But other folks ought to think about his goodness. And when I can stand here and think about how good he's been to me. And when you can stand there and think about how many times he's performed the miracle In your life, we all are to lift up his name together. Is there anybody got anything to shout about? Is there anybody got anything to praise God for? If you got something to praise God for, and you ain't ashamed to let the world know, you got something to praise him for. Can I get y'all to do me a favor? Turn to somebody beside you. Look at them in the face. Tell them these words. Say, neighbor, the reason why you don't understand my praise, it is because you. You don't understand my pain. You don't understand my tears. You don't understand my story. Can I tell y'all my story? I've been through the storm. I've been through the rain. I've had some heartache and some pain. But through it all. Look at somebody and say, through it all. Through it all. Through it all. Tell somebody, God has been good to me. Tell them, God. has been good to me. Tell him God has been good to me. Can I ask you a question? Will you be real with me? Ain't he been good? Ain't he been good? Ain't he been good? If you know he's good, say
0: You've been listening to the Mount on the Go podcast. If you've been enjoying the word, please consider donating to the Mount Pleasant Ministry. We have various ways that you can give to the ministry to allow us to become better in our pursuit of delivering God's word to you. You can give via PayPal at mtpleasantatl.org. You can give via Zale info at mtpleasantatl.org. You can also give via Square and Givify. For Givify, just search for Mount Pleasant Baptist Church with our address, 17 Melden Avenue, Southeast Atlanta, Georgia, and you'll be in the right place. In addition to all these options, you're always welcome and invited to grab an envelope and have cash or checks sent to the church, whose address is again 17 Melan Avenue, Southeast Atlanta, Georgia. For questions, comments, and concerns, feel free to email us at info at mtpleasantatl.org. That's info at mtpleasantatl.org. You can also visit our website, www.mountpleasantatl.org to follow us on YouTube and Facebook for the video version of the podcast. Our services are live every Sunday at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, and you are more than welcome to visit the church in person every Sunday at the same time. Thank you so much for listening.